Where's my wife? <laughs> On my business card, I am a corporate president. In my mind, I am a game developer. But in my heart, I am a gamer. Small talk game and podcast. I am Ryan. Ryan These are comrades. These are comrades. Hello. I didn't get to introduce my comrades last week because E3. Yeah. Stop. No. Stop. No. No. Is this was quite official? Can you guys stop, please? All right. All right. All right. I found. No, I'm going to introduce you guys. I didn't get to do it last time. Remember, no one knew who you were. Oh yeah. You're just the inner voice of the cosmos. All right. Who are you and what do you do? I'm Jackson. All right. I how make games. Yeah. What was your week like? That's usually how I do this. Oh, uh, well, I had school, but I spent most of it working. How are your holidays? What did you oh, play? I, I didn't play anything. I worked. Why are you here? All right. What's your name? Hey, I'm Rach. Um, right. I make games. Okay. What did you play in the holidays? Splatoon. You're a kid now. You're a motherfucking squid now. Yeah. Yeah. Hear that, Jackson? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. What about you? What's your name? Uh, my name is Jack. And I, uh, make games. What did you do on the holidays? I skied. I got attacked by a yeti. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm, I was in hospital for like a month. Mm-hmm. Alright, what did I do on the holidays now? I played a game called Killer's Dead. Oh, wait, you got that? on the piss with me. Oh, that's no right. No one else did because uh, they were busy. That's right, I bought Kanye along. He was nice. <laughs> Yeah, I should have fucking came. I ended up meeting this Asian sugar daddy with a moustache. He tried to make out with me. It was really gross. Um, some what? Yeah, I met this Asian sugar daddy. Like, he lives around here and he teaches, like, these Japanese girls English. It's really funny. Ooh. That's a bit weird. Well, wow. Well, I went to see a friend of a friend. You guys know Andrew, right? He goes and, to BMP, BMP uh, yeah, like, every yeah, week. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, I met one of his childhood friends who was the Asian girl with a moustache. Right, that's a bit weird. Um, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, right. and he played Candy Crush afterwards. Alright, so, let's go, let's, I think we should start. Yeah, we start the news, let's start the jokes, and start with Iwata. No, we won't do jokes, we'll do, yeah, Iwata first. We'll start with yeah, Iwata. Okay. Iwata first. Alright, how'd you guys feel? Well, it's not a great way to start the week, but, yeah, it's... Absolutely sad. devastated. It's terrible. Yeah, I was really devastated about it. I was crushed. Yeah, I couldn't even watch wrestling. I oh, yeah, even... the, one, the one thing that gets you feeling better, wrestling. And I couldn't even watch it, I was that sad. Like, it was really shitty. I couldn't watch John Cena or Randy Orton or anything. I know. How bad for you, Ryan? You couldn't even watch John Cena. I know. Have you heard his theme with air horns? Yeah, of course I have. It's glorious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Satoru Iwata was a real man of his generation. He made some really cool stuff. He did some really cool stuff. And the fact that he was a programmer Mm. makes me, as a programmer, really look up to him. Yeah, he fixed Pokemon and Earthbound. He's the reason those games were released properly. If he wasn't around, Pokemon wouldn't have the Kanto region. And also, Earthbound would have, would have run as well as it did. 
Yeah. He he rewrote all the logic code for Pokemon when it came out. Like for gold and um silver, I believe. Wow, holy shit. Yeah. I know he did something to do with Kirby with um mm. Sakurai and um Miyamoto and that's probably one of the best series of all time in regards to tutorials and stuff. I really enjoyed that, so mm. Yeah, thank you, Iwata, for all the stuff that you've done for us. Yeah, he also originally worked at HAL Laboratories, which is how he knew Sakurai so well. Yeah. What else did you guys know? You might know something, Jack. About, about him? Iwata. Not a huge amount, actually. Hmm. I'm just, like, he was a great face for Nintendo, oh, yeah. like, very, very recently. And I'm actually really curious as to what Nintendo's going to do, like, how, how it's going to change now to what is gone. Yeah. yeah. I think the one thing that made me really happen was there was no negative connotations on all social media about this. Everyone came out saying something, so many Microsoft. Um, Jeff Keighley had a really good one about um, Iwata was the first to show him the, the, the possibilities of the Wiimote. He yeah. gave a story out, and what Iwata, um, uh, what no, Jeff Keighley said was, when he sh- first showed me the Wiimote, he stopped and then changed to English and said, I know you're a gamer from the way I can see how you talk to me. I'd like to show you something. And he turned the remote sideways. And that was like the first time they ever showed that the Wiimote could have been used as a normal controller, besides um, actual Wiimote. Yeah. Also, um, um, Camille, uh, my favourite developer, also posted a picture of saying, I'm going to miss you a lot. And it was just a picture of him and, and um, Iwata holding Earthbound cartridges to go. Yeah. And that like, hit me hard. I was like, oh man. What hit me the hardest was probably there was this story of this girl. Her, she wanted to meet Iwata at E3 but didn't have any time to. Mm-hmm. And she ended up street passing Iwata and asking for a joke about fruits. And he said, you want joke about banana? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, the fact that he did a private message and he's, you know, so busy really proves mm. that he cared about his fans. And, you know, I think the, the outcry as well about, like, the last message he did as a CEO was the fact that he apologized for E3. That's that's really heavy, man. Yeah, that hit me the most. I was one of those people that didn't really like the Nintendo E3, and I felt really bad afterwards. I didn't either. Like, uh, what did you guys think about that? Like, how his last words were how he was sorry for how bad E3 was this year with Nintendo. I mean, it just showed how dedicated he was to... Yeah. Mm. I also... Um, the community. Mm, I think it really st- stood out to me was that um, Iwata was the only um, corporate person I've ever seen that had more of a personality than any other. It's only now I'm seeing it personalities and CEOs becoming more of a thing. But he was like the first of its kind. He was, yeah. Also the fact that at GDC 2005, it was the first, he learnt English just so he could go to that conference and talk to everyone. And yeah. he did that famous quote with the business card on it. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to miss him a lot. A lot, yeah. lot, lot. Uh, we'll move on though, and we'll start with something. Uh, a little bit funnier, lighthearted. Uh, not really, just more depressing, but not as depressing oh. as that. Oh, John, what now? Uh, what? Ba- Batman Arkham Knight's PC launch, Rocksteady's apologising issue yeah, an apology. Up. That's not even <laughs> comparable. I know, I said it's not as bad. It's yeah, not as but bad. like, but, um, that's just like whatever in comparison yeah, it, it's to a giant fucking that. In comparison to you, but um, yeah... Rock That's City like cause for celebration. Yeah. Because, you know, Rocksteady was like, yeah, it's coming out on PC, and then it was shit, and it's like, oh yeah, it wasn't made by us. It's like, you should have told us that in the first place. Everyone yeah. bought the PC release, because PC releases are usually the best. Yeah, but there was probably like a pressure on, like, I'm just assuming, I'm not saying if it's true or not, but, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if like, you know, one of us was like, don't fucking say a thing. Don't then withdraw those pre-orders we need them now, so... Probably. It's yeah. really sad how they just cashed out like mm. that, Warner Brothers. That's what happens when you use a dev like that, considering Warner Brothers isn't really... I'd like to say that they would be a good company, but they're fairly dodgy in their practices for games. Yeah. Well, it's the, they're there for money, like every company is, Yeah. But... 
it's keeping a level of, you know, but being you, ethical, pretty much. You know, yeah. like, films based on, like, characters from, from movies and from comics should be treated a lot more seriously than they are currently, even now in the industry. Like, mm. um, Arkham Asylum was pretty much the first of its kind to bring out something new and original. And on top of that, you know, being able to create something so wonderful and unique. What do you think about it, Jack? Because you don't really have a PC, so you didn't get to really experience this. Well, I mean, it's, it. it's the only thing I have, and it's not even able to run it, probably. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think while it was bad that everything did happen that way, it is really good that they apologised and, like, they're being mm. a little bit more uh, straightforward with everybody about it. Mm. It's like, the, um, we're going to work every day on it, we're going to just keep working, sorry, we're, we're really sorry, we're just going to work now, and um. then get it back to you. The, the company that did the port was Iron Galaxy, and they're most notably known to never... They, they do all the PC ports, but they're most notably known to do Killer Instinct on the Xbox One, which is a great fighting game, which is coming to PC as well. Um, I heard some news, though, from another source that this wasn't made by the entire of Iron Galaxy, and Iron Galaxy is very much a 10-person team. They're an indie company that get contracted by Microsoft. And think about how many people worked on this, and basically minus it by three quarters. Wow. Yeah, that's and how on people. Top of that, a deadline that's so close. You know? Yeah, they just didn't care, and that was most. It's not Rocksteady, and it's not Iron Galaxy. It's Warner Brothers. Yeah, like, Warner Brothers should have effing apologized. It shouldn't have been Rocksteady saying, "Hey, this is our fault." It's you guys fix it because you're honourable dudes, but fucking Warner Brothers should have been like, "Yeah, this was our shit. We're sorry." Another thing that came out of this was um, as soon as this happened, since I followed the MGS Five development so closely. Um, they posted a statement saying, hey, we want to know what you want from the PC port, please tell us. And that was like the fifth time they've done it. That's and so sweet. it kind of shows that, and I think this is not a factor of Warner Brothers, I think this whole debacle and this whole situation is because of the Steam, um, because of all the Steam refunds. <laughs> it's actually um, causing a lot of developers to think about more so how they release to the PC market because it's going to get a big backlash like this and not make any profit whatsoever. A lot of people really... Not so much about this Steam refund at the beginning, but now I think it's having a more positive reaction than we, we thought it would have. Yeah, I, I feel it might um, yeah, definitely change uh, just game development for the PC. I mm. could be getting less shit that can't be refunded, hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, people are saying the indie market is what's suffering very much, but I, but I always say, yeah, but this is more not so much about the indie market. I think this Steam refund should only connotate to... Triple A games. It's hard to basically describe what a Triple A game is on Steam because there's so many big indie game companies as well. Yeah. I think what come what the main problem is is though that they're treating the whole refund system as like if you spend two hours then you don't you can not allow a refund. Where they're basically saying the we're basing the value of the game on how long you play it, which is a bad thing because most games aren't known for their length. You know they should be based on the quality. There are multiple factors to this, and like I, I, I've heard, I've seen reports people just refunding games they haven't touched and bought, and just like refunding them. Like, they bought them years ago. Yeah, it's been the library for ages, and it just seems a bit. I don't know. I think there's yeah. there's supposed to be a three month, or it's supposed to be like apparently one of the rules is if it's been updated past launch yeah. or something like that, you're not allowed to yeah. refund it. It's one of the things like I think it's more of a launch refund, which is yeah. what's helpful. Because as much yeah. as it is helpful, because the Steam was refunds beforehand, it is. I feel it probably is doing a bit more damage to the developer than it is helping the consumer. Mm. I feel it's more being exploited. As much as it is useful, like there are so many just so much shit on the Steam store now, and they have the customers have all rights to you know get their money back on something they bought that was crap. 
I think the few, towns. But... I think the few changes they'd have to do to fix the Steam store altogether. I think early access is 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 fine. There's, it's obviously not the best, but it's it, there's been some good stuff coming out of it. <clears throat> if I anything, I think access. if anything, I think Greenlight should be removed because Greenlight's just useless. Yeah, the thing is, like, one thing with early access is that, like, for the devs that you buy it once and that's it, and they consistently provide updates, that blows my mind to an extent. More because yeah. that they're not getting any more cash out of people who have already bought it. So, yeah. Witcher 3 is not much of an incentive to... I think Witcher 3 is the biggest example of that, how they're offering 15-3 updates yeah. for this year, which is incredible. Yeah. And on top of that, their massive DLC patch they released for free, and it had so much more content. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Ken got announced for Street Fighter Five, and I'm fucking hyped. Yeah, but fucking of course it's going to be in Street Fighter. He's like a main character. What do you mean? He hasn't gonna... been in some Street Fighter games. Yeah, but come on. Yeah, have you mm. played... How many Street Fighter games have you played, man? A couple. Yeah, well, he hasn't been in some, so there might be a chance he would have been. Oh, I think um, I, I think the big deal about this is that he has long flowing locks for once. He's fucking Dio. Kono Dio da! Just Dio from Dio. Yeah, physics now, right? Uh, no, he just looks cool. Some people hate the locks he has, though. I think it looks neat. It's a good character design. Uh, it makes him look different. It's good, because it's next-gen, so it's like, okay, this is next-gen, this is 5, this isn't a shitty reboot of 4, this isn't a reboot of 2. Let's do this right. Let's make the fans really fucking hyped. That's Some of them are kind of against it, though. A lot of people don't like how he looks. It's yeah. mostly the locks. I think he looks hyped, though. It's I mean, just... Yeah, it, he definitely looks... Com- like, the hair make him look. The hair makes him look completely different to how he used to. Mm. And not have his original look as an alternate skin. Yeah, I, th- I find it hilarious how Ryu looks the exact same, but Ken yeah. looks completely different. I love how his moveset has changed as well. It's not the same as it used to be. Because usually he was like a mirror shonen to Ryu... But with more fire attacks and a bit more flair. But now he's just stylish as all fuck doing spin kicks. You can probably get a 15 hit combo on him really well right. by um, doing that kink. You saw the kick spin thing he did. Yeah. And then combo that into his ultra to get a 15 hit combo. It was really cool. Uh, it, there was a secret announcement at the end. I don't know who it is. It, people suggest it could be E Honda. But a lot of people are saying it's a new like foreign character. It could be like a New Zealander Islander. Which I think would be really cool. I haven't cool. seen Honda oh, in ages. Cool. Yeah. It'd be nice having E Honda in again. But it's Islanders in Park Rock Three, I think. Like mm-hmm. literally every NPC was a New Zealand Islander. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just these really like borderline fake and irritating accents they had. Mm. It was Aww. terrible. <laughs> I think the most interesting thing about Street Fighter Five is that it's not like Street Fighter Four where Street Fighter Four is a prequel. Street Fighter Five is a sequel after the best Street Fighter game, Third Strike. Because um Ryu doesn't do his normal Hadoken. It sounds completely different. And there's a bunch of new things in this game. A lot of people are speculating it could be a free-to-play game because street, right. um, fighting games are moving in a direction that MOBAs did where it's free-to-play and everything cosmetic is paid. Mm-hmm. Where you have to, you, well, Loads you, of games in more love now. Like, fighters yeah. work especially well this model because fighters are just like any other MOBA character. You've got to learn it especially well and learn how against others. And also there could be rotations. Like, you get, like, seven characters to play for this week, etc., etc. Killer Instinct cool. does it. In a marvelous way, where you get like one free one character to use per week, or you could buy it on all flat and keep them forever. And then all cosmetics are either earned or um, yeah, the, the cosmetics are all earned, but like characters which are really important are bought, which is fine. You know, people have been playing that game for free without paying a single cent. That's great. That's great. Mm. On top of that, Smash Brothers new character July fifteenth. Who's hyped? Who's new character? Who's, who's new character? We don't know. Oh, oh man, <laughs> in before Goku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goku. 
Have you seen like the ballot box where everyone voted for a character? Oh yeah, what 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 Shrek. did anything come from that? I think this might be what's coming from it. Shovel oh knife, god, Shrek's gonna be added. Shrek, please Shrek's gonna be added. It's gonna be added. I'm gonna be I might get teary eyed if Shovel Knight gets added. Like, oh, I think everyone gets Because, like, if a character like that gets added, that's massive, because Shovel Knight's already being mirrored to other gaming classics like Mario and Mega Man. Yeah. So it'd be incredible to I see him. Because it specifically got developed to be mirrored to yeah, those gaming so classics. Yeah, so fucking love Shovel Knight. Yeah. Everyone it, loves Shovel Knight. Oh, it's yeah. great. But I, I mean, like, I can't say I didn't 100% that game. It'll cement his, his, like, image, you know, if he's in Smash Brothers. That's it. He's I per- an icon. Yeah. I personally want Wonder Red, but I think either having Shovel Knight or someone like Goku, even if that even happens. It'd be amazing. I, like, I, I want that to happen just yeah. because it's not going to. Yeah, like, I know it's not going to happen, but if it does happen, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be not excited. I'm going to be ecstatic. <laughs> oh, yeah, Barney of Isaac's coming to 3DS. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah, really? Yeah, tell me. It's coming. It's surprising because initially the old Barney of Isaac yeah, got, rejected. Yeah, got rejected, but now, like... Right, That's a huge <laughs> step, considering yeah. Nintendo really doesn't like to produce adult games other than from partners like Pentinium. So yeah, yeah. Is that like, and yeah. this one yeah. even has that... like religious themes and oh, a yeah. lot of gibs. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Oh goddamn! Yes, <laughs> it's really it's really hypocritical of them to deny it when they have like Earthbound under their belt. Oh, and yeah. that game's fucking brutals all hell. And but think about how, much, how long a... they denied that game from existence. Like we only got a reboot, like not a reboot, but a, like a port. Mm. Like on oh, yeah. the Wii U, like we just got Earthbound yeah. beginnings before we're finally getting the first Earthbound game. What we, was the issue? I never played Earthbound. So. Earthbound game was was basically the even giant of video games made by Nintendo. Oh. It was fucking like crazy. Yeah, intense. a lot of fa- daddy a, issue game and like it's crazy a cult, shit. It's just a cult classic. Right. And if you have the chance game. to play it, I play it. Then then the first game's getting a release on the Wii U now for the yeah. first yeah, time. This is the first time the Earthbound one is going to be able, is going to be playable. We have only ever gotten Earthbound Two, which is Earthbound Earthbound, which is known as Mother Two in Japan. You're still getting Mother One, which is Earthbound Beginnings, which is really fucking exciting. Guys, get a Wii U. They're doing this for a reason. They've also um in uh, in um in um, Mother One Earth, Earthbound Origins or whatever it's called now. There's a building and it's and it's noted to be in the Nintendo building. And when you go up to there, a guy comes out going, "No, go away. We're working on um Mother Two, which is what they said in the Japanese version. In the Earthbound Origins version." They're known saying, um, no, go away, we're working on Earthbound 2. But if you think about that in the Western version, Earthbound 2 could mean Mother 3, oh. which means the game that's, the game that's never been localised and has been oh. most notably known as the greatest um, 8-bit RPG ever made outside I'm Pokemon. I'm so excited. If you I'm have the chance so to play them, I'd play them. They're really good games. Mm. They're great games, yeah. Like, they, they're weird at first because it's yeah, a weird yeah. aesthetic. That's the point, though. They're, like, they're cheerful and... Depressing oddly, and oddly dark. Yeah, it's cool. It's very. Yeah. I really like the theming that they had. It's it's it's, <coughs> it's like Shadow of the Colossus, where the cult games you have to at least try and look at. Yeah. To get an understanding of why they're really important. Yeah, they uh, weren't huge on gameplay. Nah, not at all. Oh. It was very much about the story in those games. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to the the hypest announcement of the century. Japan has accepted the duel. It's happening. We're having a robot fight next year in July. Yay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to see that. Robots. Yeah, really fuck bad. America. <laughs> it's so it's so American to put guns on a giant machine. I love that the kanji is like got an American style over it, like just on the screen. It's so good. And he says like he just like talks about like it's just it's robots of Japan's history. He turns around and throws the the Japanese flat the Japanese flag on his back like a cape. I'm getting hyper shit looking at this. And then he's like just goes like 
he says like the American, it's so American to put guns on a machine. He's like, we're going to go one step further and use melee weapons and turn this thing to a piece of scrap. I'm so hyped. I wonder what sponsor is going to sponsor this. Like Intel, I reckon Intel. All com- all robot <laughs> oh, yes. computer companies said, sponsor it. Someone said Bandai, and I was like, yeah, maybe. Oh, Bandai <laughs> would definitely. That'd be mad. Yeah. They make figurines, and they'd like be limited release, and everyone would be like gorging over them. Yeah. Like, what else could they do? They could have like fucking. <sighs> yeah, Intel, Bandai, Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> they sponsor everything. They do. Oh yeah. man, oh, fucking Red Bull. Red Bull. Oh, it's just monster, just monster. It's happening in America as well, if I remember. They said you're ha- it's happening here. You have one year to build ro- robot ready for the fight. Let's do this. Oh, and from what Japan has said, if you look closely at what they've been building, they've been making like this claw fist, and it's got like a plasma s- plasma heater in the middle of it. That like, and it's just you could hear the. This sounds future as fuck. God damn it! When is this going to be in the military? <laughs> oh, it looks so cool. This is the- literally why. Like, we could be using this money to kill world hunger, but I'm so happy that we're not. We're building giant motherfucking robots. I love how he's just like, it's in Japan's nature. Who do you think you're messing with? Oh, it's like, we invented the mecha genre. Yeah. We're going to fuck you up. Yeah. It's great. He's so goddamn cocky about it. I love it. America's going to get so fucked. They should be really scared right now because their robot was made out of construction machines with a bulldozer and stuff. Yeah. Whereas the Japanese one's been made legitimately and looks really sleek. And I love, like, the idea of, like, we really want legs, but it's not efficient enough. Wheels are more efficient than fucking legs. No. All of them have legs. They're bipedal. Bipedal's more efficient than legs. If they need legs properly, I'm speaking like how the Google Robotics do to fucking do that shit. God damn it. Yeah, um, do you write that shower with your... Do you write that shower with your dad's thing that got rejected from Steam? Oh, what? Literally, it's quite literally a game where you're in like a you're in like a public gym or whatever with your dad. Yeah? He's in the shower. There's a button. It's all pixels, all pixels, somewhere, but yeah. it's not like real shit. It's just like yeah. literally, and they're all naked dads just standing around. You didn't like try and find your dad amongst the other dads. It's literally four pixels for a dong. It got rejected from Steam because it showed nudity, and I saw a po- Twitter post about it. Pretty much, it was just it's four pixels nudity. It doesn't even like it's barely anything, but like. It's like, yeah, we can't have this disgusting material on Steam, but it's oh, like, fuck that. you Hadrian... see Hotline Miami 2, we're just everywhere. Fucking Hadrian gets accepted and, and this then, doesn't? What yeah, the and then you got Cyber Elite version 2 showing x-rays of bullets going through, through skulls te- and stuff. And it's testicles, like, mind and you. And you got four <laughs> pixels showing a dick and that's your issue. Oh, fuck, Gabe, get out of there. This is hilarious. This needs yeah. to happen. And, like, fucking Dentura is closed down, so we can't get it elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. The sort it of looks of... like the funniest fucking game, though. Oh. That's so bad. He better put it on Ichigo. I'd fucking buy that or give Probably money to that. Know. Oh, man. That's yeah, it's literally just shower with your dad's simulator. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll find a cure. No one can see the podcast, but I'll just Oh, okay. Moving on. Predator finally comes to Mortal Kombat X, and he has a lot of references. His brutalities are way better than his fatalities. His fatalities are just very... I, I expected them that to be that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. whereas his brutalities were major references... One where he uses his trap and it levitates the other player to the sky and he skins them. And almost every and every time the predator does a brutality, you see his ship to, like becoming uninvisible and flying up into space. It's fucking awesome. And if you ha- and because they made um t- um predator skins for this as well for Johnny Cage and um Jax, when you select these two with this with their predator skins on, they do the you son of a bitch clap scene on the character select screen and it's great. It's so fucking good. Oh, that's cool. 
Oh, fuck, dude, that game. Oh. <laughs> you literally just find your dad in the showers. Oh, my God, I want. Jackie. That looks like McPixel. Like, it looks <laughs> yeah, like McPixel will find your naked father. McPixel had nudity in it. How come this isn't allowed? I don't know. Oh, well. Oh, man. Anyway, moving on. Okay, what else is there? Uh, oh, yeah. The people made Skogos Lab Zero working on a new game. And oh, yes, it looks fucking awesome. Holy yeah, shit. I, I, there's no gameplay, but just the art looks fucking Yeah, yes. the art's always Mint. good. I'm really excited because it means that they're probably going to go against fucking um, Egovania. You know, like. You what's know, Egovania? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, dude. Blood, blood, blood yeah. of the blood, blood. The uh, new Metroidvania by the guy who made Symphony of the Night. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of felt like, man, they time this or they, like, kind of, like, want to fuck him over or something. And kind of people um, choose sort of and sort I am start totally down for more Metroidvania right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I really want to play some good Metroidvania. There's been some good modern day ones, but they're very far few in between. Axiom yeah. Verge. Um, what game's that? Axiom Verge or is it Axiom Verge? I don't know. No, no, it is Axiom Verge. I've heard it's it a before. game that was um, released for PS4 Summer of Gaming and it was released, I think PlayStation paid maybe like 50% of his development fees <laughs> in regards to him to release it on <clears throat> PS4 for the first six months. And now it's on PC. It is so good, made by one guy, huh. one American guy, and he does it as a hobby. What's the gameplay? Uh, gameplay is very Metroidvania, except way bigger. Hmm. And it's really cool because it's um, 16-bit and the graphics can become quite pixelated to show that like you can't go to a certain area and the story's really in-depth, so give it hmm. a go. Sweet. Mm. Yeah, with, the, with the Bloodstained game, um, what's, the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the art style like because you looked into it more than I did is it pixelated or is it like true art with frame by frame data dude I didn't look into it any more than you did I'll, I'll google it now but I yeah because I if it's pixelated it was pretty because if it's pixelated and Lab Zero are doing a legit Metroidvania with properly sketched characters and stuff like that oh, much like cool. Skullgirls it'd be the most beautiful thing and it'd be able to pay out my number 9 for not doing it <laughs> like I can't believe a Kickstarter that and they did the 3D models on Unreal Engine 3. Oh, fuck, my number 9 has just been... It's coming when out in September, out? September. Okay, it looks very right. gross, my number 9. I'm I... quite disappointed with its art direction. Yeah. I was excited because when they showed the Kickstarter, they showed, like, um... Hand-drawn model. Yeah. I, I didn't invest in that. I didn't pay. I did. I'm really sad now. I didn't for that reason. Well, let's hope they make it up for the I trusted there. the guy. Shamu then... 3, everyone! Oh, yeah. Have you guys backed it yet? No. Please? No. Please? No. This is my, this is my Half-Life 3, please. So you can have Shamu 3, like, the guys who made Banjo and Kazooie are making Yuka and Laylee. Mm. You got Blood, 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 the Blood, Blood, Blood. Like, it's it's hand-drawn. It's hand-drawn. <laughs> Wait, it looks hand-drawn. It's hand-drawn? Let me take a better look. Use the full-sized image. Hmm. Goddamn. One of the arguments coming images. up. One of the arguments coming about these Kickstarters is how they're really having really unrealistic goals on the actual page. These games are usually worth more to make because they include all the Kickstarter um, um, packages with it. Hand drawn. Oh sweet! Yeah, this is gonna be great. Yeah, looks gorgeous. Um, like I was saying, there's been a lot of arguments saying that people are lying about oh, these Kickstarter goals yeah. because Shemu isn't oh, yes, worth right, two yeah. million; it's worth ten million. Like that, like the guy Arat said, yeah, we need 10 million. We just, this Kickstarter is to gauge how many people wanted it, which yeah. is what a lot of them are for. But like the Ego Vania one wasn't to judge how, what, pe- what people wanted it, was the, it was to actually have the game made. Whereas the Shemu one was just as a way of saying, we, we need this. Hopefully he's going to have more investors come in and pay more for it. But from what I know, it's only, only paying for marketing. Uh, yeah, but it's only for marketing, which is the problem. Oh, true. Okay. Mm. Uh, what's That's quite annoying when people use Kickstarter like that. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. It makes sense though. That it makes sense, but it's like you're using. We talked about this last month. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. 
Ah, uh, what, what's next? I was thinking of... Oh, yeah, the Batman vs. Superman trailer. Did you I don't understand. What, what the, I, I didn't show any story. It's I'm fucking like, what awesome. What fuck is happening? What do you think of it, Rach? Uh, really? A, no, like, it's good, but, like, DC has let me down with their films. I have trust issues now. I will go in... Regardless, I will go and see it, but if it's shit, I'll be like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. I don't blame you. I just think that if DC are making a film and all the fights are Dragon Ball Z, yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah, I'm ba- up for that. That's basically what Man of Steel was, just American Dragon Ball Z better American than Dragon Ball Evolution was. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of it, Jack? I mean, I don't know. I liked uh, the comic and animated versions of that because uh, it was an interesting thing for... Uh, I can't spoil it now just because it. it's coming just, out as a movie. Just do it. Fuck. Who it. Uh, it's obvious who wins. Uh, Batman's so wins. Well, they get over their differences and uh, yes. they become as friends. Yes, they oh. become they become friends, <laughs> and then go. they go and have tea and crumpets. The one thing that weirds me about this is that Wonder Woman's also in it. Oh yeah, what? Yeah, it's because they really need to rush it out to beat Avengers. They need to like face Marvel and the whole the all right. the movies combined. They need to line up. Also, what's Wonder Woman's backstory and that? It, how can it fit into this? Well, probably the same as always is that she's an Amazonian. Yeah. You know, like every other Wonder oh. Woman story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's just, you know, an Amazonian. You oh, know, one that, thing I'm... that culture that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> you know, with those women that all had superpowers. Death by Snow Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of guessing she's going to be a love interest for Bruce Wayne. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Oh, that's great. It sucks because in the animated version, Wonder Woman isn't a love interest <laughs> in the animated version. She's very much her own thing. Whereas in these movies, they always make her a love interest and it fucking sucks. Can she do her own thing, please? Like, I'm not a feminist. Well, I'm she... kind of sick of watching Wonder Woman make out with people. Or about the Supergirl TV show, guys. Fucking um, Ben Affleck. Goddamn. I like him. I think I like he's him. cool. I do like him. I he, love... did, he did a great job in Gone Girl. Unfortunately, the ending of that thing was shit. But... I love. I love how he's very up up for doing the Batman film by himself. He's directing it as well. Yeah, which I, I thought was really cool of him. He's also. They also showed the Suicide Squad trailer and looked at it. It looks all right, but like I haven't seen it. Uh... Hey guys. I'm the Joker. I'm really crazy. It's all written on my forehead. Oh, fucking awful. At least they're not fucking it up like they did last time. They're actually having a psychiatrist on set to make sure everyone's okay. Yeah, these news reports are fucking hilarious. Wait, what? Hey, guys, we need a psychiatrist. The Joker role's just too crazy. They have a psychiatrist on set of the new, um... Suicide. Of the Suicide Squad movie. It's clickbait. It's fucking clickbait. Because the last one committed suicide. Damn straight. He got two into his uh, role and he right. lost his mind. <laughs> right, okay. It's fucking clickbait. I thought it was an overdose, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah suicidal yeah, overdose, yeah. mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thought he it was ki- Got yeah. two into it, killed himself, <laughs> uh, okay. got into a very dark place and I, died. I like the Harley Quinn from the trailer. She looked cool. But uh, there's a hot. there's a great line by Will Smith who plays Deadshot in this movie <laughs> oh, where, no, he's like, where he's just like, are we I some side of... No, listen. The line is like, are we some side of Suicide Squad? Oh my and, 
and then, and then they go like, and then you go, and then the line after, I think it's time to save the world. I'm like, Will oh. Smith doesn't age. Will Smith is just the worst. Like, he's Will like, Smith is still twenty. He's still twenty. Will he's Smith, still the Prince of Bel-Air. I'm convinced that he's not human. I'm convinced the reason he's in all these alien movies is because he is one. <laughs> no, it's in like Shadow. Just mind controlling him from the scene. Fucking at the same time. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, I got him. He's full of charisma. When he came out, he was the only one plugging it really hard on at Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, he was like the only one going, "Yeah, we're, we're working really hard on this." <laughs> Everyone else kind of like there in the background, like, and he was yeah. just like, "Yo, yeah, we actually care about this a lot." The Deadpool trailer came out as well. And that looked really good. Oh. Ryan Reynolds is owning it. He really? Is. Yeah, I'm he's so really happy good. About that. The one of the great like because Colossus is in, is in this. One of the lines is, "Yo, man, stop being a chrome cock guzzler." <laughs> <laughs> How much do you want to bet we won't get in Australia? <laughs> we better or else I'll cry. Wait, what? Like, there's some really good lines where he takes his mask off, he looks really fucked up, and this guy's like, yo, man, you are like, you look like a fucking fucked up, like, suicidal Freddy Krueger. And I'm, <laughs> it looks really good. Is he even a superhero or is he just a guy with guns? He's a mercenary. He was inspired uh, by um the guy from DC that oh, killed wait, all the... Which version of Deadpool do we get? The, quir- the quirky one that well, talks to the camera. Well, 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 he yeah. talks to the camera the, as well in this. The fourth wall breaking one yeah, that can be yes. in any universe at any given time. Yeah, he yes. talks to the camera in this. Like he turns to the camera and going, This is going to be a little bit crazy. Looks you know really who'd good. be a good Deadpool? Yeah. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt would be The cool thing is, he's lost so much weight too, so it would yes. be like Fat Man and a. He's already. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so I remember in Parks and Rec, yeah. he was quite large. And then it was funny because like, I, I just finished season six. He's quite muscular now. <laughs> but guys, so, like, seeing him in season seven, it's like they're trying to start to hide, but they just can't. Guys, <laughs> he's a muscly man. He's now. already the famous Marvel superhero known as the cinnamon roll. Like he's our precious cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon roll. Yeah. Seriously, like seeing him from like Parks and Rec seven thousand nine, seeing him now, it looks like he's just aged ten years. Like it, oh, it looks, yeah. looks, he's turned into a he's turned into a child, into a fucking man. I'm like, I wow. Love it. He fucking owns it. Yeah. You go. Oh, he's a handsome man. man. I like him. Oh man. What else happened at Comic Con besides that? Um, well, nothing about um, Hannibal because it's cancelled. They asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. I liked that they, show. They also said, yeah, Netflix is near an option. It's not happening. Amazon and Netflix, we can't do it. It's not happening. Hannibal's gone. One more season, it's gone. I got Netflix. That's cool. We're just saying they did the same thing to fucking community. Sponsored by Netflix. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, VPN sponsored by Netflix. (laughs) That show is a really interesting show. It's like the only show I've seen directed like that. Like... I haven't seen Hannibal. It's really good. It's directed in a way I've never seen done before. The closest I can, like, compare it to is True Detective, where it's, like, weird camera shots and aspect. With the um, antler porn. I just... I'm sorry, what? Have you seen how much I use antlers in that show? Like, every scene has, like, someone impaled on an antler, man. In, in what? In what? Hannibal. Oh. Just, oh, yeah. Antler. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just going back to directing films, you know how Ben Affleck's directing the Batman movie, and he's yeah. also Batman. Like, I can't help but imagine him, like, just sort of in the back with everyone else. Like, okay, you go there. Okay, wait here. He runs in there with full Batman suit. Okay, go. He better direct in his Batman voice. Ben Stiller did that. Um, ben Stiller did that for Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Actually, he directed that film, so he was in it. That was so and, they, and they had a good scene where the, in the very beginning where he's like, "Hey guys, this isn't working. Can we do this differently? I can't cry for this. It looks fucking." And what's weird. his name? Is the grandma's gust? And he's like, "Guys, oh, it's kind of gross." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yeah. I'm trying. To, nice. We actually missed some stuff when we talked about the E3. I think most notably the PC. 
Um, oh yeah, conference. that happened after, yeah. Oh, yeah. PC conference was shit, and then Rollercoaster Tycoon, I was like, PC wins. No, there's a new Rollercoaster Tycoon. Okay, no, not a Rollercoaster Tycoon, but it's like, it's Aww. pretty much like Rollercoaster Tycoon close, done yeah. by someone else. Uh, okay. Isn't there like Rollercoaster Tycoon Worlds or something coming out? Uh, I don't know. But apparently uh, that's going to be quite shit, but I'm quite excited to see what this Rollercoaster thing is. <laughs> because the whole way up, it was like, we've done this little artsy game, that's going to be really nice. I'm like, no, shut up, please. Just tell me something cool, and everything else was just kind of dumb and the guy from Daisy popped on and he's like yeah guys I'm here Daisy I'm like no, you go away as well but then at the end they redeemed it and I was like good oh holy shit at one point the mic stopped working with one of the guys <laughs> so he had to like so, so pretend Ryan is like the main guy talking about shit I like lean like the sense is like yeah, so we're doing a game. Oh, really what? Cool. Oh. And there are like photos of him really close up, and it's like, That's I did a Twitter cool. post, like, this is the most intimate thing I've ever seen. I see. You got hyped for Rollercoaster Tycoon, I got hyped when Truck Simulator came out. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the quote line was, it's not driving, it's trucking. And I was pissing myself laughing, going, thank God you guys exist, you deserve all the success you get. Yes. Oh. oh my god! <clears throat> like just like no word. Like and this ended like really nice font. It's not driving. It's trucking. <laughs> like cursive and everything. Yeah, it was brilliant. It's like calligraphy. Yeah, it was so beautiful. I'm really happy that was the thing. One of the worst things at that conference was when they walked out explaining some PC graphics card, and it was so weird. The CEO came out just like and everyone was like yeah, scratching their heads. Yeah, like yeah, it's a part. Works well. It's coming out here. <clears throat> Bye. Like it was just. Oh, it's it reminds me of EA's oh, yeah, oh yeah, and Gears of War is coming to PC. Fucking wow. Ah. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of okay, because oh. I like the Gears of War games. I'm oh. I fucking love they're the bro, They're the bro type shooter. I love that. It makes no sense, because like, there's starvation mm. and hunger, but they still retain muscle mass. Yeah. Is it all the Gears of War games, or only Gears of War 1? It is seriously just a bro-first circle joke, dude. No, but like... Yeah. Not like all of them? No, is like port to PC. All of them, or one or the latest? I believe it's 1, 2, and 3. Okay. Hey, that means I get Horde mode. I love Horde mode. Mm. Horde mode's great. That's the best. Horde mode Gears... 3 was Yeah, Gears of War 3 has one of the greatest Horde modes ever made. Yep. I it's actually amazing. thoroughly enjoy Gears of War 3. It's just a shame that the most player died like a month. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pissed really? me off so much. I really I wanted really... to get the MVP uh, Cole yeah. skin, where he's just like a rapper with a gold chain all over and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. the best Yeah, Jack, ever. have you played the Gears of War games? Much? I actually haven't for very long. They're like... They, they, the campaign's very like saddening... And stuff, but and the game itself oh, is just God. gory. Is the, 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 Where's my wife? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, it's exactly that. But the thing is, the gameplay is so bloody like brutal and corny. That's amazing, and, it's, and like they, the multiplayer is awesome as well. I love getting the sword of shotgun, which is like shotgun only has one bullet. But if you're close to any enemy, they literally explode into gibbs, just. Like that, it's amazing. But the and thing, the thing is, is, that guy's like, it either works or it doesn't work, and it's bullshit. Yeah. And that's why I always use the pump action one. No, shut up, I love that guy. It's <laughs> great. But the, the, the times I did play Gears of War, it was just like chest high walls the game. Yeah. Like just, it's like aliens have developed special technology to drop chest high walls from the sky. Yeah, if I ever played Gears of War, I wouldn't play the campaign again because I've played it. Go back to Horde. Yeah, I play Horde and um, multiplayer because those are the best parts. And it's a shame they didn't get more attention after launch because after launch, the game died. No one played it. Rip. Which is really shit, because the multiplayer is great and so is the Horde. Yeah. What else is that? Oh yeah, they showed Deus Ex, but Deus Ex was shown before. So you saw 20 seconds of Deus Ex at the PC conference, which is really shit. They should have oh. just shown, they should have just announced Deus Ex at the PC conference, to be honest. Because yeah. most people play Deus Ex on PSC compared to Remember, console. Remember, Deus Ex is coming out, guys! Yeah, it's the same trailer! I didn't see, I didn't get to see much of it. Did they show XCOM at this PC conference? Uh, X-Com- no. They showed, uh, they showed... Um, no Man's Sky, actually. <gasps> really? How was that the PC that, conference? That, 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 that. It 
I don't know. They, they didn't really say much. It was just sort of like, yeah, we're developing it. I'm like, okay, thanks. I <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, really, really worried about No Man's yeah, Sky. Let's yeah, go because to that. like, I mean, it's like Why? The one because, thing. Like, there's that, a lot yeah, of spectacle to it. It's like we made a universe. We can't test it all ourselves. Not even with testers. We had to develop things to test it yeah, for us. I, I, but that's what really do cool. you do there? Is what I'm worried about. Because yeah. sure, there's a, there's a lot excited. of um, static, randomly generated shit yeah. in there. But what can you do with I it? I think it's a very chill game. It's kind of just like. Excuse me. Um, yeah, you see, like, so I was playing. I play Elite Dangerous, and at this rate, No Man's Sky just looks like a really bright, high contrast Elite Dangerous, which is <laughs> I'm okay with. It, but I don't have Elite Dangerous. But what what is what is No Man's Sky offering that differs from Elite Dangerous, apart from being really nice looking? I think the problem is that it's being hyped to be a really good game when people are forgetting. Yeah, it's a six man team indie development studio. It's, yeah. be, it's being hyped to be an amazing game. It's like Watch Dogs. And they haven't showed... It's like, very much like Watch Dogs, play. where the marketing's fantastic, but the game itself is probably going to under-deliver. Yeah. Like, it's sad that it's the case, but it's probably going to be the case. Yeah. Like, mm. like, they showed off... Like, IG have been covering it for a week recently, yeah. and they showed off the crafting parts of the game. How's and, it look? Yeah, and like... I don't know. Like, I just was like, what's... I saw so many questions... And the thing you show me is another new feature that I'm probably not going to care much about. Even, and then they say the goal is going to the center of the universe, and then it's like, yeah, there's a definite end to the game, but this you can still do the other parts of the game afterwards. The problem is like, random generation is so out, especially in the gaming market. Like if you do random generation, you're completely spat on. Like a GDC, I watched this entire conference thing about it, and this guy was just ranting on about how it's bad. And you want to do like periodical generation where you get the bits you want and you randomly generate those bits you want rather than a gener- random generation mm. of everything. Like a, th- like a filter before you create a world, yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. I like randomly generated stuff. Yeah. My religion is that of our own Jesus. <laughs> I... You know, because Jack, Jack and I were discussing a game earlier today because like, I, I pitched a game idea I was going to do after I finished my current game. And it's Jack, it's pretty much just Jack's game in 3D. With a timer. We came to the conclusion. Yeah, with a timer. But, um... We're discussing how we'd actually handle it. Pretty much, we just get a bunch of pre-made modular parts for each item, and then it would just generate through and then set the color to each modular part. Jeez, don't the give same. them all the secrets, Jackson. No, we need to save some the of the forty steps for us. Yeah, you literally Google this idea, and there's yeah, ten other results. Definitely. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I think Nomad Sky is going to impress console people because they don't really have games like this. No. And I'm not trying to be a douchebag, it's just like they haven't really gotten a game like this that works on their console before, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, so the dangerous from an Xbox. The closest so. they've gotten is Minecraft Console Edition, even that's not as big as a wide scope Also, as it's, it's outdated <laughs> compared to the PC version. Yeah, yeah for sure. Violently so. I really hope Nomad Sky's good, so. but I'm yeah. lowering my expectations oh, yeah. greatly now. Minecraft's getting a story mode. Yeah, my yeah, tells people. Yeah. Part of me is sort of like that is... I'm disgusted but interested. Yeah, it's what, just are you, a what are you going to do? Also, fuck you. It's just a machinima, and then like yeah. fucking Captain Sparkles is going to appear halfway through as a guest, oh. like voice actor or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's gonna be. And then you're going to have the Yogg's cast. It's come just, in? No. it's the <laughs> most like. There have been so many games that I've just said that's unnecessary. This is one of the most unnecessary games I've ever seen. Definitely. A game prized for like not having a story and just being like super open and free yeah. is gonna have a like a like a choose your own adventure. It's a little narrative. Story, it's a little I'm gonna narrative, play it though. You know like I mean? it doesn't matter what I say, matter, I will play it. And oh. I will. It's just like because I'm interested to see how they handle it. Yeah. But that's why I'm I'm not hyped for it. Oh, no, I'm not hyped I'm for it. I'm interested to I'm like I will I, I'm not yeah. hyped for it, but I'm like I know I will 
spend mine on this when the price goes down. <laughs> like, mm. I used to love Telltale games, and then, like, back when they were doing The Walking Dead, and See, then... I'm even more, I want them to do Sam and Max again, because I love Sam and oh, Max. Oh, Sam and Max is great. Like, Walking... I think if you've played Walking Dead Season 2, it's probably the most disappointing fucking thing you'll ever play. I haven't played it yet. It's um, okay. Season 1... And 100 days. See, really, I came late to that. The problem with these games now is that the formula is becoming so apparent that you can it kind is. of feel... Like, there's that telltale trope where you walk near a window, don't see anything, then go back to where you were before. Like, you click on a window, you go over to it, stare out, then walk back. It's a, it happens in every telltale game. Like, we just see it now. Like, there's this... I haven't formula. touched Life is Strange since I played it once. Life is Strange is it, what... It just didn't... I don't know. No, I liked Life is Strange. Well, I'm not saying it's bad. I, I will eventually back to it, but for now, it's like... How far in did you get? Did you even complete episode one? Or you... No. Okay. It, you have to at least complete one episode to kind of be invested, dude. Because it's one of those games that leaves you yeah. on cliffhangers and it's like, what you want to see what happens next. Yeah, know? what was the Borderlands one like? It, apparently it was alright. I, yeah, I, I, I want to see more of it. I, I didn't really look I, at I, it. I would like to give it a shot at some point. I, lo- I love Borderlands team so probably yeah. I think yeah. I think the thing Handsome Jack is bae except he's an ass. except oh, he's but not except he's bae. Bae. Handsome Jack best girl does he do Minecraft like fucking references and pony references again no he... no he's, <laughs> he's... Bot Stallion <laughs> Bot Stallion <laughs> Bot Stallion is the best horse uh, in gaming guys uh, yeah fuck yeah, Handsome I, Jack I don't know why he was just a great villain oh, so oh, yeah. one of the best and then when you look at him in the pre-sequel it's like Oh, now you have more depth, Jack. Yeah, I really no. It's like in his, in his audio logs in number yeah. two, it's like he was seen as scum, and then he just rose to power. Yeah, and then you look at him in the pre-sequel, and it's like, oh, that's it, why. Yeah, yeah see, oh, I'll play it eventually, but I just hear oh, it's quite just... shit with it. Like, probably when you finish bosses, you can't ever do it again. Oh, really? Aww. See, I, I haven't actually played the pre-sequel. I just looked at the story because I care about <laughs> that, and not I and not it. the apparent worst gameplay. Um, Borderlands Two DLC. The stories in that fucking hell, like. Um, Mr. Torg, uh, Captain Scarlet, all that shit was oh. so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh my god. That's Borderlands why I'm is Borderlands. so well written. Yeah. At least, yeah, Borderlands is just well written. It I love is. it. It's wonderful. To death. I think one of the things Telltale need to do is stop choosing <clears throat> these franchises that don't really need this. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. They, Game of Thrones! Let's just like that one. Let's, like, you know what? You know what? You know what? They made an interactive version of a TV show. Yeah. They, um, got a game that was extremely well written and then made a story out of it and then they got a game that isn't meant to have a story and then gave it a story. What I found quite neat is that like in the first episode of The Walking Dead for Telltale Mm -hmm. Glenn was in it. Like he was actually a character that was also in the TV show. Glenn was the only character to feature in all three. Yeah. Yeah. I think think someone they suggest themselves franchises they really want to do and they still haven't done them. A Half-Life one and a Halo one. Both perfectly work within the refines of a click and point because you can play the Halo one from the <coughs> eyes of a civilian escaping the ever-ending, the ever-ending war of the Halo universe. In half life, isn't that war? Is what again? What was it? What, what's that war game where you play as civilians instead of? Oh, oh. this war of mine. That's yeah, this war of yeah. mine. Yeah, but I like to say click and point, like point a telltale. That's pretty much point exactly point tell, telltale form right, of the game. Right, 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 right. Point and click. You point first. Then yeah, you, uh, you know what I mean. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, I I reckon the half of one would work especially well because there's so many civilian like stories in that yeah. game that never get told. But like hell, Gabe's gonna give off his precious Half Life. Well, he even yeah. said we're well, not making three, so well, just shut the fuck off. Like, he's, we're never gonna he's, shut. He's super possessive about like the. Well, it, at least it appears that way. Not like nothing is allowed to happen to it. It's in stasis. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's in Superman-esque recovery it's mode. It's probably like forever. has like just like a chip and it is Half-Life 3. It's like in the stasis pod locked away behind like <laughs> armored doors. And perfe- he, and he perfected once Half-Life a day and just wipes the dust off and leaves. Yeah, and it's like so <laughs> it's good. It's like that... one day my child and it's like, but not today. <laughs> just... It's so good that it will ruin the gaming industry forever. We will never play another game ever again when Half-Life 3 comes out. That's, That's the thing, though. I'm worried that if they ever do release... I haven't played it. But when they announced Half-Life 3, that's when I'll start playing Half-Life. Hmm. Same. But it's like... I mean, I'm, not, I I'm more worried that when they do release Half-Life 3, it's going to be a raging heap of shit, and they won't be really upset. Like, Crucify me, but I, I wasn't huge into the Half-Life games, I and I played one. them. I liked them when I played them. They're still good. But, like, there's been better games now. Yeah, it's like, that's not it. great. It's yeah, good. it's hard to go back to it. Yeah. I don't think it's hard it's, to go back to it. It's funny because, really? because we're, like, yeah. ironically hyping up Half-Life 3. Yeah. But it's like, the other games are, like, kind of, eh. They're no, all right. They were good. I, maybe if I played it at the time, I probably enjoyed it. But mm. I tried playing one a couple weeks ago, and it was just... Which one? I, Half-Life 1. <laughs> just, okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Half-Life I, I sat there and I played it and I was like, this was like a chore. Half-Life 2 is yeah. a definitive one you'd want to play. Like, mm. that one was the one that kind of set up the whole, like, reason people loved the Half-Life universe. Yeah, I mean, it was alright. It was yeah. good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then I stopped and then I didn't pick it back up. Yeah. yeah. We'll move oh, on. Well. Yeah. Uh, there's, there was an article on Dishonored about, Dishonored is a game about player choice where you play as an assassin and you don't have to kill anyone. And it still is for Dishonored 2, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um... Good. Like I haven't played Dishonored one, but that was one of the, that was one of the massive things, right? It's like, it's like you can get the good ending by not killing a fucking soul. Mm. You kill like two guys, you get the bad ending. It's kind of like I, I especially love how yeah. I especially love how they're saying, yeah, it's still a game where you don't have to kill anyone, yeah. because I think that's the most interesting way to play that game. I don't, yeah. but, I don't, and that's so. the thing. Like, I actually had more fun playing the get the good ending version than I did playing the shoot everyone version because yeah. it made it more challenging. Exactly. Yeah. And like having like limited resources of sleeping darts, that was like. I also oh, yeah. love. I also loved how they opened with the female protagonist instead of Corvo. You know, like yeah, she looks really good, really well designed. Yeah, it's, it's who? That's the girl in the first game, right? I believe, or is it someone else? No, it's it's the girl from the first game. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I know that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. But that just leaves me questions. Like, so what happens she... on the ending that you get I in still the first one? I impact st- this one. I'm still playing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm at the end of the lo- of the first game. Like I've. You, the plot twist happened in the middle, and I'm back where I've started in the home hub, and I'm trying to help everyone. The one thing I'm wondering is why does the girl have outsider powers? Is that something that's explained at the end, or is it the side one? Because how come she's got Corvo's powers? Because usually it's only people that are touched by the outsider, you know, or is it or people that's been touched by the outsider and shares knowledge? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's we'll just convenient out. for storyline, Ryan. Don't question it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Wait, Nick. You may know this, right? How come Ellie, the girl on the second Dishonored, how come she can have Emily? Emily how come she has? How <laughs> come she has outsider powers? Is it a plot thing in Dishonored One? I don't okay. remember her having powers. Exactly, because Corvo guess... got them because it was touched by the outsider, and um, I'm the sure other... they'll explain the second one. It's like, oh, look, crossed. I thought she was just she has she has no, a grapple. She's got powers. Yeah, she has that like thing now. Corvo's teleporter is her grapple. Is a grapple hook she has now. Yeah, her arm like turns into a weird then organism. But it's usually it's people have trained her to have superpowers. <laughs> it's usually just think really, really hard. It's like it's not working. It's like just think harder. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. What I want you to do, teleport. I can't flex your teleporting muscles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where are those? Just flex them. What else happened this week? I might have missed on. Like, um, you guys have any ideas? No, uh, no, <laughs> no. There was something. There was really something that happened. I'm trying to think what it was though. Like. 
something especially, something really big happened. Besides Wada, though, which was really sad. Uh, I think it was... Is it on the list? I don't know. Like, Look swear. at the list. Nah, I think it's about it. Well, we got to, like, usually when E3's finished, it gets quiet. Really fucking Too quiet. quiet. Yeah, like... Because usually everyone just dump a bunch of info on everyone in like yeah. the course of three days. And yeah, just... we've been saving up all our information. Here's all the information. Ah, oh, shit. There's no information. information. <laughs> an exhausted out of information. Now it's just opinion pieces of my E3 shit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Like, oh, man. It's really... It's so dry. I hate it. I hate it so much. Although there was... Metal Gear Solid Five got another gameplay demo. Yeah, But was it, you, Have you guys seen it? No. We'll yeah. run you, I'll run you through it. It was the same environment they've been showing, the desert environment. But they showed four different ways to complete the mission, and they said that we've st- there's still many more to complete the mission. Oh, One of them cool. has because so, um, Big Boss has a metal arm now, prosthetic arm. Okay. That's act- you can actually change arms, and one of them is um, is a energized arm, and you can do a rocket punch where the, ro- ro- the fist literally launches off your arm, and you can direct it like a Nakata missile from the first Metal Gear. Look, I know this is Metal Gear, but like that's a bit fantastical. Have you s- in in fantastic in, in the game Rising. before Peace yeah. Walker? Because yeah, yeah. that that fist is from another character in Peace Walker. Uh-huh. He does the same thing. Uh huh. So it's a thing tuning from another Metal okay. Gear. Game. And it's referencing the Nakata missile. From, from an outside perspective, Metal Gear looks like just a generic stealth game, but then as soon as you touch it, it's you're like, like oh, holy it's shit, weird. what the fuck? It's way more than that. Like, And this is and Metal Gear Solid Five is going to... People are saying it's going to be Kojima's like, baby, his like, final goodbye. That's yeah. going to say, like, hey, this is what I've been leading up to. This is going to show you what all the design aspects of the, all the Metal Gear games have turned into. Right. Because it plays so different compared to every other Metal Gear game. Like, Metal Gear games are great, right? Story-wise, stealth-wise, they're very simple. Is, is Metal Gear somewhat like Saints Row on the fact that there's, like, a bullshit crazy no. like, slider that goes up every game? No, it's not that. No. It's mostly just that the innovation between each title is usually very big. Like, I mean, in Metal Gear 1, you had the, the sonar radar, and Metal Gear 2, they, t- they took it away from you. So you couldn't see where everyone was. You had to find the map and then use it. Metal Gear 3 involved CQC, which is close quarters combat, because originally melee wasn't a big factor. Metal Gear 4 was really fucked up because it was a weird title that looked completely different to every Metal Gear game. It was supposed to end the series. And the idea of that game was you were sneaking around on a giant war zone. So imagine like a, a battle in a giant desert between two massive factions with tanks and stuff, and Solid Snake was crawling in between it. It was really weird. And then... um. Peace Walker, which was the continuation of Big Boss's story, who's who's the guy that invented Solid Snake. Yeah, yeah. That it kind of like makes sense why he's Big Boss and what happens to him. And then Metal Gear Solid Five is going to be the ending to it, and people are really speculating how it's going to end. I hope it ends with the scene where Big Boss sees Solid Snake for the first time and says like, and it's when Solid Snake basically puts him on fire. I'm really excited for that game so much. I'm probably going to be away for a week after when I get it. Like, that game looks so good. But it's interesting because you get to see Kojima grow up as a developer and oh, as yeah. a designer, and I think that's probably the most powerful thing you see from these long-lasting games as the technology develops and as, you know, the styles and what's in and what's not in the gaming scene develops, you get to see him change. Kojima's probably the only game designer I've ever noticed that's had so much control on all his games that he makes. Mm. Yeah. Like, whatever he likes, it gets in there no matter what, like... It, there's no... Konami are obviously very... 
Is there an equivalent to that in like Nintendo? Because I'm thinking Miyamoto. like Miyamoto. Does he change though? Not really. He so makes like really that's weird that's not crazy yeah shit. that's not really an equivalent. Could, I'm, I'm thinking about like a a developer who's been around for a long time and we've watched change. Sakurai? No, not really. Sakurai's no. kept kind of the same since Kirby Air Ride. You can see that from the menus. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but his wife develops the menus. Kojima, Kojima, like. He's a weird guy because he usually loves Western media a lot more. Like on his Twitter, he's constantly <clears> posting <throat> about how good Breaking Bad was or how mad how good Mac, Mad Max was, and gets posters for right. them. Isn't Kojima like an asshole on Twitter? No, he's not. People? No, that's Kamir. Oh, that's Kamir. <laughs> that's right. But um, Kojima's one of those weird developers that like gets influences more from Western media and somehow retains the Japanese design mythology in his games. And he's also really good at making. He's a he's a director foremost modern designer because he makes his own trailers and also watches a lot of movies. That's why Metal Gear is known as a very cinematic um, get, um, series. And this one seems to be the most cinematic of all of them. So much they so got rid of the old um, voice actor for Soul Snake and Big Boss and replaced it with Kiefer Sutherland. Like, well, all right, then. He's one, he's, he knows what he's making and he'll make it. I'm just wondering what's going to happen to him after this because Konami said, yeah, all stuff of Kojima's done after this. Yeah, Konami's kind of like shedding Kojima. They're not giving people as much power after this. Yeah. Mm. Um, Angry Joe, although he is not not a good reviewer, he did get a he did get a good interview with um um Konami. Ryan, don't burn bridges. No, we need beef. Beef is what make people popular. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he ha- he got to do an interview at E3 with um Konami about Metal Gear Solid Five, and he said in the video beforehand like they told him not allowed to mention Kojima. So yeah, the guy that's making the game that you're playing and looking at, you're not allowed to talk about him. it's getting too much like they said they're going to continue the Metal Gear series but it's kind of hypocritical when you said you're going to become a mobile focused company now and just probably make pachinko machines and fuck everyone over like Konami the company that's pushing for gambling to enter Japan which is fucking cancerous wait what? Uh, gambling's um, banned. Oh, gambling! I think gambling. Gambling is banned in in Japan the closest they get is pachinko machines yeah but that's good it's seen as a what's it seen as again? Under law? Yeah, it's under law as not gambling, but yeah. it, it is. It is. And that's why there's so many fucking pachinko things everywhere. Like, yeah. I, I went to Tokyo recently. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm. every shit of fucking pachinko thing. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. But that's really sad that Konami's shedding their skin considering, you know, they used to be a really good, really powerful company. They killed Silent Hill. They're killing Metal Gear. What do they want to kill next? Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're going to end up, you know, making poker machines. Sure, that's good for me and my business, you know. That's not good for the gaming scene. We're losing a lot of. Do you know how depressing it is seeing a game like Silent Hill Two get oh, like? PT. Yeah, but also they give the franchise to a bunch of American developers who think they know what they're doing, and they don't. But they fuck it up so hard. Like Downpour didn't even have that much rain in it, and the name of the title was Downpour. <laughs> like. <laughs> and like it seems that every Silent Hill game after Silent Hill Two is just copying Silent Hill Two. Because the main point of Silent Hill 2 is that when you enter Silent Hill, it's a nightmare from your perspective. Everyone else has a different Silent Hill. And so in that That's regard... a decent concept. And yeah. so in that regard, every Silent Hill game should not look the same as fair of the nightmare world afterwards. Yeah. And then, and then fucking Tr- Pyramid Head shouldn't be a character in all the other Silent Hill games. But they bring it on as like, oh, he's a satanic figure of Silent Hill and he's part of the reason Silent Hill's like this. That's like... Fuck. Well, I guess that's alright. If he's just a recurring but, character in all nightmares, then that's alright. No, he's not supposed to be because he's an embodiment of the person in nightmare. He embodies James's guilt. That's why he's carrying the giant sword. It's, oh, it symbolizes okay, right. guilt. Yeah. And he's not a violent character, Pyramid Head. Like, you, you, you meet him two times in the game and that's it. Fuck all. And then Pyramid Head. 
I don't want to spoil it because it's really cool, actually. <laughs> but it's Silent Hill 2. Like, it's been out for a few... I'm just going to say, say it then. When you actually do end up fighting Pyramid Head, you can't kill him. He kills himself. And so the entire level is you running away from him. And after a set period, he just kills himself. And you always think Pyramid Head is like an embodied, like, like person following you throughout all Silent Hill. But it's actually, you meet two Pyramid Heads. And then you find out, oh, he's just another part of the nightmare and what represents James. And, like, it, it's another symbolic thing because he loses his sword after a while because he drops the, he kind of loses the guilt over his wife and it gets replaced with a spear because that symbolizes how, how much Silent Hill is putting into him. It's a really artistic game. And That's it's, it, it's a shame how the fucking series is Gone. Been shat on, and it's a, and the only good American Silent Hill game I've ever seen is a game called Shattered Memories on the Wii. Oh, what? Shattered Memories. Have you? you that's a good game. It's yeah, not bad. Is it? It is. I don't know. The direction seemed kind of iffy. Well, like, it's a Wii game. You get what you get. But no, the, no. I mean, like not uh, development direction, but like player direction. You what get do you it mean? It's like, what the fuck do I do? I like the concept that it's a game. Based around um, psychology, where you're getting interviewed by a psychologist. Yeah, that's I really like awesome. that. that was really cool. And depending on how you answer the psychologist's questions, it changes how the game plays. It's oh, I like nice. the gimmick. I thought the gimmicks for the game were well, were really good though for a Wii game. My know? my favorite bit of the psychology throughout all of that was that there's a bit where you get a picture of a house, right? And you can color the house, and then um, it's like, <laughs> is, is this what your house looks like? And then you like you can nod or you can nod or shake your head to say yes or no to the um to the psychologist. But like you can just color it whatever. And then there's people outside. You can color them. You can color the car. You can color the mailbox. And then you, um it goes back to the main character. You go to your house and it's colored like that. You know? Could I the... just draw a dick on my front door? <laughs> yeah, I drew a dick butt on my one and it all went black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, whatever gosh. color is most prominent on that wall will be the. The wall's color. That's awesome. And like, um, like, and then you open the front door and then the people, and then like a husband and wife come out and then their shirts are colored how you colored them. Oh, wow. And that's, it's like, wow. That's crazy. Fuck. That's so cool. My God, I need Sh- that game. Shadow Memories is one of those weird Silent Hill games that was made by an American It somehow was really good. And mm-hmm. also, I was like, a research of psychology. I like Americans can't make good games. <laughs> well... That, well, you, you guys remember Project games, Hammer, so right? That sense. that game that Nintendo revealed at E3 when the Wii was being announced. It was a game that we never saw ever again, and was being co-developed by an American studio and a Japanese studio, and never saw the light of day because the Japanese and American developers just argued so much because the Americans were saying, you aren't designing this, what? it's not fun, the game isn't fun, and then the Japanese were arguing, you're not designing the levels fun enough because the Americans were the level designers and the Japanese were the game designers. And so there's constant back and forth of saying, no, the game is good. You just need to make the levels coincide with level design, with the game design, I mean. And it was just, and, and people said that's a very Japanese way of, of their design. Yeah. They don't think that it's their fault. They always think that no filthy Americans can't design games. It's very, like, what's the word? Not racist, it's... As far as I'm concerned, yeah. what I hear, but the Japs don't take too kindly to Americans. No. At least most yeah. of them. Kamiya does. He's Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. Historically, um, the Japanese were a very xenophobic culture. Mm. Mm. And some of it still carries through today. It carries through today considering 98% of everyone in Japan is Japanese. Or of Japanese descent. Like, they'll get, like, other Asians, other Chinese and Korean, but they won't really get any English or any American it's so rare to get an American or an Australian over there. Probably does. <laughs> Probably I mean, does. like, that's, that's definitely a factor. Like, I was thinking about that, like, a lot of the 
Japanese have quite a, I mean, like the offspring no, from no, no, like the, the offspring of the survivors of just all that shit. Like they're very, yeah, quite resentful of the Americans, and you know, fucking fair enough. Like they yeah, blew up like, like they did yeah. a bomb, but like okay, stop, and then they did it again. So it's like yeah, like mm-hmm. when Hiroshima. When the bombs fell on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like, there went their national identity, and they're still in shambles about what they want to be as a nation, who they want to be. They've been forced to be a pacifist nation when they were actually a really proud nation for their militaristic tactics, you know. They had to change so quickly. They had 200 years to go from, um, you know, the samurai into current day because of the... um the Russo-Japanese wars, and it's like, you know, it's fair enough that there was a lot of brutality in World War II, but um, the fact of the matter is they still really don't know what they want. A lot of people want them to be more Western, a lot of them want them to continue with their roots, and it's this big mishmash of popular culture and of Eastern and Western interpretations, and, you know, it's a very messed up place in regards to their national identity. Yeah. It was I mean, prob- there's lots of stuff. It's... But yeah, I was in Tokyo recently, and, like, it's very much, like, everything is happening, yeah, but it's, like, the suicide rate's so fucking high. Yeah, it's oh, one yeah, of the highest ever. They yeah. work six it's, days a week. Yeah, it's probably over how shit the new Idol Hatsumiko game is. Re- really, dude? Yeah. Really? Re- re- really? You're gonna... No, the whole thing is, really? like, like it's they've good. been... Really they've been like, not, it's not good. It's a bad it's, game. Like, the, that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm just, like, really, you went there. They're <laughs> like, oh, the suicide rates are so high because this game is bad. Really, Ryan? It's Hatsune Miku. People care. Hatsune I know, Miku but still. It's like, because... Yeah, 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 you have more info yeah. about the leader. So, I believe... I believe... Yeah. Wasn't about how... Yeah. Mm. Listen to Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World is the best band ever for the Oh, yeah. So. I love ones to listen to Alche. That in River's great, but I've listened to stuff a million times. Yeah, so I made an old J song just by saying put it in my bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. I showed Jackson that he couldn't even like Surprise. deny it. He was no, just no, like, yeah. I'm like, I can't even deny that, that, That's like right. one, well done, and yeah. two, I would that's pass right. that off as an LJ song. I should have tried. I was there. I should have just yeah. played it for him without even like saying it's a parody. I should have just like. Yeah, this is oh, this is song, man. It's like, oh, wow. What? <laughs> huh, this, yeah. is, this is pretty good. What yeah. about you, Jack? What soundtrack have you listened to? Um, I haven't. I've been at the snow. She's Not listening, listening to, to music. Snow music. Elevator been... music? Uh, no. Ski slope music? S- s- ski what music? Ski slope music. Ski slope music. Just, yep. just, just any game music that involves a snow level. Just yeah. all the themes. Yeah, I've, I've just been listening to snow themes. Like, exclusively. <laughs> that's it. The, the RuneScape Christmas theme. Yes, <laughs> that's beautiful, the yeah. RuneScape. Oh, God. Did you throw any penguins off the slope? 
And you're in the snow. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know those Victorian penguins. Fucking hell, Ryan. How many were drink? How many people were drinking wine in Victoria? <laughs> well, well. Well, what else did they do in Victoria? Yeah, what else did they do in Tasmania? Yeah, fuck all. Fuck you guys. They they make this. There's nothing to do. There's zero things to. Everything was sponsored by Renault. The Actually, ski, the ski, oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely everything. Like everything had Renault on it. All the buildings, all the flags, even these glasses that we got. They were mad. They like filtered all of the like glow on every light source into the shape of a snowflake. It was fucking awesome. That's cool. But um, like just everything had Renault on it. The ski lifts are made of goon bags. They're just like cushiony <laughs> goon bags with a sit on. You and your fucking goon bags. What's wrong with goon bags? Fuck you. Do you just hate Australian culture? It seems like no. Your goon bags taste disgusting. Yeah. Goon. What were you drinking? Say it. You said to me earlier, what were you drinking? No. <laughs> Cruises or Canadian? No, no, no. This is much more. Say it. Cabinet Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> You're a fancy fucker. High five. No, don't high five that. Tonight, he's not Australian. Jackson, yeah, high five. Come on, that's fancy. You only out you're in a bogan when you're fucked, man. It's sad. I know, so you get fucked. Should be, it should be there from the very no, beginning. On, it, it's more like, okay, so I'm a uni student, I can't afford the expensive <laughs> stuff. So when I'm at home, my, my parents are alcohol, have a that's okay. My... So when I'm with Ryan, I take the piss and I start drinking shitty cider, which burns the enamel off my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a bit of wine with a it croissant. Does. For dinner. That's you. You're wow. fancy. You, I you like are so that Australian <laughs> that you couldn't even come up with something fancy. Yeah. It's why, like, oh, I'm having a. Why should I? Oh, croissant. Croissant. It's, just, it's just a bit of fun. It's just a bit of fun. <laughs> God damn it, you guys. What, anyway. Oh, what have I been listening to? Ah, oh, I was listening to a bunch of kazoo covers of songs. Yes. No, it's oh, John wait, Cena no. theme for that, Ryan. That, yeah, that has been yeah. something I've been listening to. What is Unexpected it? Unexpected John Cena themes. Yeah. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> Have you guys played like John Cena's high school? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, God. G O T Y guy. So ridiculous. Oh, it's like the same loop. John Cena's theme is just like. It's just, it's just something's happening. It's like any theme, and then just I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right, it's coming down there. Damn it, I was, I was um. <laughs> oh. So unexpected. <laughs> oh god. Oh, uh, legitimately, anyway. I was listening to a band in um San Diego called Barbarian. Whenever you go on Spotify, it shows it has them under the same. There's two bands called Barbarian. For some reason, it links them together as the same artist. So I have this really indie, like aesthetically pleasing song, and that just goes to. That's great. It's dude, Finland death metal is. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Norwegian, Norwegian pirate metal. Pirate metal's great. Hailstorm yeah. guys. Hailstorm. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Barbarian, you should listen to them. They're a good band. A lot of San Diego bands are really good. Just yeah. find the non-metal one. <laughs> what is it, Swedish? <laughs> what is Pirate Metal? I saw Swedish House Mafia last like, concert. Yeah, they're cool. Oh, yeah. That was Ailstorm's fucking awesome. from, um, fucking... Hmm. Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. Scotland. Scottish, Scottish pirate metal. Sorry. Well, pirate metal is pirate metal. Pirate metal well, yeah. doesn't have a location. But, but specifically, Scottish but. pirate metal will give you Elstorm. Yeah, yeah that's the, only Elstorm. They do those parts of the Caribbean videos where they, where they strip naked and dance in front of the camera. <laughs> Sorry, what? Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the one, Jackson? You know yes. what I'm talking about? Look up a video on YouTube called Perfect Math Class. 
And it's literally, um, a, it's literally a video of this really muscular guy who's talking in some foreign language, and he's like got the Pirates of the Caribbean and like dubstep remix playing in the background as he's stripping down. Oh my god! And he's like doing a full dance. And oh, he interacts... but, that, but that one guy who's like got Pirates of the Caribbean playing in the background, he's naked, wearing a pirate hat, and just <laughs> dancing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's oh, great. same guy. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. That's magical. And he's so into it. He's like smiling the entire time. <laughs> and then like he interacts in the background. So when a cannonball like fires, he's like. <laughs> it's just a fucking right. green screen of the song overlaying. Right. That's beautiful. Uh, so like, what's what's the exit song, man? Uh, we got a band called, um, and the name is The New Thieves. They're mm. really good. They're the type of indie music I like. Uh, they're working on a new single at the moment. You should look them up. Look up um, New Thieves on SoundCloud and Facebook, and that's where you'll find them. You fucking shill, seriously, Ryan? Yeah. It's, it's the kind of indie music that I like. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bit of fun. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah, Ryan's actually... It's just up. a bit of fun.